Okay, so action. We've talked about this in the past a little bit where if you're wanting to write a book, mm-hmm. you have a great idea for it and you sit on it and sit on it and sit on it and you don't take action, guess what? Mm-hmm. The universe is going to move that idea to the next person mm-hmm. and you're not going to get that book written that you've right. been wanting. You don't you're not going to get that best-selling book if that's your your goal. Mm-hmm. I've been guilty of that where I have a really good idea and I don't write it down or I don't work on it. Mm-hmm. So you can't just expect the universe to hand you stuff. Right. You can't just wish it into fruition. You have to actually put in the work when mm-hmm. the universe gives it to you. Yeah. So you put the thought out there. Mm-hmm. And then when it's when it's coming your way, mm-hmm. you need to grab it. Yes. And harness the energy of that. Mm-hmm. So something else you could do is affirmations. Positive affirmations are short, powerful statements that you repeat to yourself on a regular basis. They help program a positive mindset, which is key for positive manifestation. Mm-hmm. So you see this on TikTok where dads will be doing their little girl's hair or moms and they'll mm-hmm. have their kids repeat it in the mirror. And I'm like, that is so amazing. That is such a, an amazing thing to do because then you're teaching them to have this positive outlook on the way they look because society bogs us all down with how we look and to have that positive mindset. And so you're already programming them to mm-hmm. manifest in their life, to have that attitude to be able to m- manifest where they don't have to deprogram themselves. Exactly. And the other thing is, is for me, I will forget. So when you have an affirmation, what you can do is write it on your mirror first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. put it on a sticky note and put it on your front door like we told you to do when you need to remember to lucid <laughs> right. dream uh-huh. because that is the key that helped mm-hmm. me lucid dream. Yeah, because if you write yeah. something down and you just put it away in a notebook, you're gonna forget about yeah. it. But if you put it on a post, you know, post note, note yeah, yeah, on your front door, you're mm-hmm. you're gonna leave every day to go to work or yeah, whatever. like on my microwave, I say feed the goddess. Ah, I'm gonna feed my body myself like I am a goddess. So it's reminding me that I'm a goddess, and then I'm reminding myself to feed myself as a goddess, so I make healthier choices. That's amazing. And ever since I put the sticky note there, I just haven't really craved unhealthy things. That's a great, yeah. And definitely so, nothing unhealthy has gone in that microwave. Right. You know? No kidding. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yep. I forgot. Let me put this back. Yeah. yeah. Set an alarm that says the literal mantra in your phone alarm. Put it on your phone screen. Uh, put it everywhere. Because mm-hmm. the more times you think it, the more times you say it out loud, yep. the more powerful that stream. Mm-hmm. You want a million dollars? Put a yes. million dollars on sticky notes everywhere. Yeah. Get a dollar bill and add the zeros in. Yeah. Start thinking about what you check, gonna... put it in your wallet. Yeah. So every time you go to grab money out of your wallet or go to grab your credit card out mm-hmm. of your wallet, you see it. Yep. Start start thinking about what you're going to buy it. with that million dollars. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't really put too much into So when you're manifesting, don't really put too much time into thinking about how you're going to get it. Yeah. You just have to imagine that it's already yours. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of time to when it's going to be there. Yep. So you say, okay, I want this specific job. You put it in your mind that you're going to have it. You imagine mm-hmm. yourself there. You go to that job and you walk around and mm-hmm. within that company. You know, you just imagine that you're already working there and you believe it. Yeah. And eventually you will work there. Right. You don't worry about the steps that it takes to get there. Yeah. You know the what I mean? The universe will find a way to send you messages. Okay, this is what your next step. This is what you yep. do here. It feels and that's right. when it goes into action. Yep. Because it's like when the universe sends you a sign, okay, this is what you need to do right now. And then you don't act on it, mm-hmm. it's going to pass you by. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's not just sitting back and going, oh, I want a million dollars. Oh, it didn't happen. Well, Sucks to be you. <laughs> the universe might have sent you a message on something to do that could help you get in to the that. step process to get that. Mm-hmm. And you just overlooked it. Yeah. If yeah. opportunities present themselves to you, you need to take a step back and reflect. Exactly. And be like, is yeah. this the opportunity that's going to get me to that goal? Mm-hmm. Because you'll know. If you are practicing the mantras, if you're practicing the reflection, the gratitude, all of that, you'll know. You can create a sigil. Talked about this in a previous episode. Mm -hmm. A sigil is a symbol of a meaning. So let's say you're like, I want to live in this house and you have this big long list and you don't have the time to look at the list all throughout the day. I mean, obviously review it in the morning, review it before bed, but write that sigil on your hand, write it on your phone or Somewhere you're going to see it all throughout the day. So you're thinking about the list Mm -hmm. because think about it like an operator. There's a bunch of phones around you and they're ringing all at different noise levels. You're going to answer the one that's the loudest. Right. So be loud. Mm -hmm. And so the more you think about it, the louder your ring is. That's what I like that one. It came to me in a vision when I was writing all this stuff down. And also there's the part of it where you have to be able to accept what the universe is giving you. Yes. So say you're you're being vague and you're like, I need reliable transportation that can get me to work and back. And then all of a sudden your dad comes over a couple days later and he's like, hey, son, I found this bike. Somebody threw this bike away. I refurbished it for you and fixed it. Mm-hmm. And I want to give it to you because I know you've been having a hard time getting to work. Yeah. Take that bicycle. Mm-hmm. Because the universe just gifted you with something. It is reliable transportation to get you back and forth to work. It is better than what you had before and before you had nothing. Yep. Be grateful for that bike, even though that's not what you're talking about. You wanted like a new car or something like that. That's just showing you the universe is listening to you. And they want to see if you're going to be grateful for what you get. Because you could just be like, no, dad, no, thank you. I don't want that bike or take the bike and not appreciate it and never Mm -hmm. use it. Mm -hmm. Right. The universe catches that. They can feel that energy from you. So that's when it comes down to like the twin one and twin two that I was talking about earlier. The universe does give you something. You need to accept it because you never know what could happen with that bike. Maybe getting that bike and being grateful for that bike could lead you to the next step of getting your car. Exactly. When I lived in Chicago, I preferred my bike because there was no Mm -hmm. parking anywhere. And And what if you found out that that bike was actually worth a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Like it was some kind of antique bike or something like that. And you ended up selling it later. And you wouldn't have known unless you were riding the bike and being grateful for the bike. And then maybe you run into somebody that's like, oh my God, do you know how much that bike is actually worth? Mm -hmm. You could end up (laughs) selling that and getting a car with it. You just need to be really mindful when you're doing things, when you're in that manifestation mode. Yes, watch your thoughts. Yeah, reflect. Reflect. But at the same time, you never want to just like turn your back on a gift from the universe yeah. just because it's not exactly what you want in. That's how you end up getting your blessings stopped. Well, like one of my coworkers was walking home in the cold ass weather and he's a hard worker. He's got kids and he'd given his car to his child's mother because she didn't have reliable transportation. And so he wanted to make sure his kids were in a reliable car. And so he 
was walking home, but then there was dogs that were chasing him, like these dogs. Oh my God. And so he was worried about these dogs. He was talking about it at night. And I was like, look, we're getting off at the same time. And I've known you for years. Like I will give you a ride home. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize he was walking miles home. And I was like, what the hell, dude, you're walking this far. I was pulled to do this. I went out and found a cheap bike. Mm Mm-hmm. And but one that I knew was a road bike that would get him from point A to point B, because like I said, when I live in Chicago, I would get to work maybe five minutes later than I would if I drove. I got on the bike. I came into work and I was like, look, you don't need to be walking. This doesn't mean I won't give you right home if we ever get off at the same time. But it wasn't normal that we got off at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have this laying around. He's a prideful person. Mm-hmm. I know how that is. I have this laying around. It's yours. Ride the bike home. Mm-hmm. And that way the dogs can't catch you. Right. And so he did. And then he ended up moving into a new house where the Max takes him straight to his home mm. or the busted where he lived before he couldn't get to on the bus. Mm-hmm. He had to walk. And so even though he like, OK, a bike, it's better than what he had before. And he was grateful and he did use it and he didn't even need it for that long because they ended mm-hmm. up moving. What if he wasn't grateful? And he didn't use it. Guess right. what? Those dogs might have attacked him. Mm-hmm. And maybe he didn't have feet to walk on after that. And then that. sometimes another thing about this is just kind of getting yourself used to really being aware of your surroundings mm-hmm. and aware of how your energy impacts other people. People say it's a selfish thing to manifest. I don't believe that at no. all. I think that you deserve everything that you want in this lifetime. It's yeah. your birthright. It yes. is your God-given right to have everything that this world has to offer for mm-hmm. you. And so... You need to get that of your head if you think that what you want is selfish. Yeah. Especially if you're giving back. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is we talked about our lucid dreaming episode. We talked about manifesting in a dream. Your son was able to lucid dream. And then he basically manifested within that lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that you can do is when you are manifesting during the waking world, you can really try to hone your skills when you're sleeping to learn to lucid dream so that you can manifest in your sleeping state. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see where you're going with yes, this. Because so you're saying not only manifest in your waking life, yes, but do tricks to help you manifest lucid dreaming. Yes. So you can empower that. Yes. Okay. Because, yeah, we think about that phone ringing. If you are ringing that phone 24-7 and not just in the 16 hours you're awake or however long you're awake, Mm -hmm. that that phone's going to get answered way quicker Mm -hmm. and it's going to be way louder. Right. And so not only that, but we talked about how Einstein had a dream Mm -hmm. and was manifesting in his dreaming life and how tesla had talked about Mm -hmm. having a dream and manifesting i mean if you look back even the emerald tablets talk about manifestation Mm -hmm. i mean manifestation is not a new age thing yeah people have been manifesting since the beginning of time ancient times yeah so if you can tap into we're we're talking about lifting up your vibration deprogramming yourself Getting into the networking people that are on the same track as you, Mm -hmm. then if you can tap into that nighttime, you are unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes, you know, just random acts of kindness Mm -hmm. can change your entire energy and make your day better. Yeah. Which can, it's that ripple effect. Mm -hmm. Like I have a little story that happened the other day. I was at the drugstore and I was dropping off a prescription. And then around the corner is where you pick up your prescriptions. And this really cute old couple came in and they had to be like in their 80s or 90s. 
And he was with a walk, he had a walker and she had a cane and they, she got him all sat down and she gives him a kiss and she's like, I'll be right back. And so she walks past me to go over to the line where you pick up your prescriptions. Mm -hmm. Well, she didn't see anybody at the first counter. So she just stood there and somebody came up and started taking care of her. Well, she was oblivious to the fact that there was a man standing, waiting in line, sitting, you know, he was standing six feet away from the window, waiting to be called up. Mm. And he was probably like late forties wearing like a wife beater tank top and some sweatpants. Mm -hmm. He looked like an angry person. He was probably like six foot four, six foot five. He had his fist balled up. He just had that demeanor and that mannerism of like, don't fuck with me kind of energy because they had dividers i couldn't really see who he was yelling at because i was like kind of around the corner and he's like do you see anybody standing in line back here you just fucking cut me in line and he starts just going off right on some random person Mm -hmm. and in my mind i'm not thinking it's the old lady but it was and then he's raising his arms up in the air and he's telling the pharmacist, you're just going to let people cut people in line. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you in fifth grade and yeah. somebody cut you in the lunch line? Like, this a is little... like a very frail, very elderly woman. You're a grown ass man. Have some respect. Let her go in front of you. Anyway, she comes back around and I look at her and she just looks shook up. And she came behind me because I was still in line. Her husband was like, sweetheart, did you cut somebody off in line? And she was like, apparently I did. And you could tell her voice was shaking and she was terrified. And I came out to the car and I told my husband what happened. He's like, and you didn't say anything? Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn it, I should have said something. But, Mm -hmm. you know, in the moment I didn't. At first, I didn't know exactly who he was yelling at. And of course, you know, hindsight's 20-20. I thought of like a million things I could have said or done Mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. and it just it impacted me yeah to see that experience and i was like i just asked the universe and i was like i need to make up for that karma in some way can you like you know just asking the universe and telling myself to just be more open mm-hmm. to my environment and if there's anybody out there that i can help i couldn't help her yeah but to allow me to have that experience to help somebody else if i can yeah. Right. So and just being more aware of my surroundings and stuff like that. And I had to make up for his karma because I believe in karma and I believe we're all one. Yeah. <laughs> and we're all connected. And I need to do something really good to make up for what he just did. Right. You know. So we get dragging the, the team down, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're never gonna get there yeah. if you keep acting like that. <laughs> so um yeah, I get to the grocery store and the first person I see is this dad and he's with like this 12-year-old daughter and she looks like she's autistic, nonverbal really. Mm-hmm. And she went to put the raspberries in the cart and they just spilled all over the place. I went through the cart and they ended up all over the floor. Aww. And he was like, Oh no, that's why you have to be gentle. And so I'm like in this really good mood. So I reached out and I'm like, oh, I'll help you. That was my first instinct. So I'm helping him pick the berries up. And he's like, I don't even know what to do with these berries now. And I'm like, well, just take them to the register and let them know they fell on the floor. Like, it's fine. He was like, thank you so much. You know, like he, like for helping him or whatever. Yeah. And then a few feet away, something happened again with her. And I was like, uh-oh. And then she looked at me. She's like, uh, like she was trying to say, uh-oh. Oh. And he's like, she doesn't usually do that. And so I had this like whole little conversation with him that she was trying to say, oh, and so I walked down like 
four more feet away. And there's this like elderly man. He's like 4'11". Mm-hmm. And he has a bag of cucumbers. And he can't get them back up on the shelf. And he's just like throwing them. They fall back down. He's throwing Aww. them. They fall back down. I'm like, hey, I got you. I'll put them back up there. So I throw them back up there for me. He's like, thank you. They're slippery or whatever. He made yeah. like a joke about it. And I started to walk away. And he was doing the same thing with the carrots. He couldn't get it. the carrots <laughs> out. And I walked over there. I'm like, you're doing this on purpose now, aren't you? And he started like laughing. And at the end of it, he's like, thank you. I like, I haven't laughed and I can't remember when. Thank you for that. You know? And I kind of walked away from that thinking that if I wouldn't have opened myself up in that moment to... To be helpful to others. Mm -hmm. And you're going around, not only are you raising your own vibration by helping Mm -hmm. others, you're raising theirs. Mm -hmm. Like today, and I... Today I had this lady chew me out because we didn't have vegetarian omelets. Like we just don't do them here. Mm-hmm. And I'm really sorry. She goes, well, it's not your fault. And I'm thinking you're acting like it's my fault. Like she was being so unreasonable. I was like, okay, well, you guys have a good day. They left. Mm-hmm. So I go to the next table over like, oh, here's your drinks. Are you guys ready to order? She goes, yes, we'll take two vegetarian omelets. <laughs> and I just lost because that really got to me. Usually mm-hmm. I don't let people get to me. But the way she acted was just like. You know, it really impacts people when you're mm-hmm. crappy, like customer service and all that. When you're crappy to other people, like that man in line probably really impacted that lady for the rest of her day. Right. Like you really, really ruin people's day that mm-hmm. way because of a minor inconvenience, mm-hmm. you know? And so I start cracking up laughing and I continuously, like three times, I said, I really want to thank you. We made jokes about it the whole mm-hmm. time. And I was like, really grateful that mm-hmm. you did that. I said, I really thank you for that joke because I really was in my head and my feelings about Mm -hmm. that. And you broke me out of that. Exactly. So that's kind of what it's about. Manifesting is more than just wanting something. Mm -hmm. It's about your whole energy system, the Mm -hmm. way you look at things, the way you treat other people, the way you treat yourself. Mm -hmm. Because it's reflection. Yep. So if you're that person that's going to get really mad when somebody cuts you off in traffic or you're going to freak out on an elderly lady if Mm -hmm. she makes your day inconvenient by two minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's when you really need to do a reality check on yourself Mm -hmm. because you're going to have an incredibly hard time manifesting in that energy. Exactly. So So there is a really powerful ritual you can do to help manifest anything you're working on. Now, this is something I have admittedly not done, but I have a really close friend named Angela. One of her superpowers is manifestation. She had a reading with Saudi and that was one of the things that she's really gifted with is manifestation. (laughs) I ran into her and we started talking about this. I'm like, I'm literally doing an episode on manifestation this week. So I took detailed notes and then I had ideas about how to incorporate the elements because we just did an episode on the elements. So tying that in. All right. So crystal grid, you can look it up, Google it. There's so many different kinds. Um, but for simplicity, we're going to do a hexagon. So it's a board, six sides. And what you need is a pointer crystal. It's a pendant or a hexagonal bullet. She says smoky quartz is what she uses. I agree. It's grounding, protective. It purifies. It promotes spiritual awareness and emotional healing. On the outermost side of the hexagon board, you place both light crystals and dark crystals that have to do with protection. So things off the top of her head that she recommended was for light, you could do clear quartz, selenite, moonstone. For dark, you could do onyx, obsidian, or shungite. So you place those on the outside and you do one dark, one light, one dark, one light. And they're all for protection. And then you pick a stone that you resonate with. So she picks a rose quartz. I would pick an amethyst because that's what I resonate with. And you put that crystal in the middle of the board. 
and it represents you. Then you put a candle at the top of the grid. Like I sell ritual candles. If you want to hit me up on TikTok, I coordinate the herbs. I wrap the outside and they're for protection. I'm in black and then the color goes with the intention. So for instance, if you are wanting to do a money spell, I would do one of my green candles. The herbs on the outside have herbs to do with money and then they're dipped in black and then the inside's green. Or you can just get a green candle. I like to carve on a candle when I'm using it, the intention. So drawing, I want financial freedom is a good little mantra to put on there. We talked about fire energy too. This is using fire energy. If you're doing a money one, then you would need one crystal to represent what you're manifesting. So pyrite's a good one to put. And you put that in front of the candle. The candle's at the top of the board, off the board, and then the pyrite is right in front of it. If you're all keeping up with this, I'm also going to do a TikTok on this. So there's a visual. If I'm walking you through this, also go back and take some notes. What you do is you start out by taking the pointer crystal. So by touching your forehead and envisioning your intention. And you take that and you, you point it down to the you crystal. So for me, amethyst. And with your intention. And then you link it like it's an invisible thread to the first crystal that's protection to the right or left. It really doesn't matter. But I would start on one end and then you link it back to your U crystal. So the amethyst and then go back to the other one, back to the U crystal, go back to the next protective one and go back until you have touched each protection. So it's like drawing that invisible protection thread to the stone that represents you. And then at the end, you touch the pyrite. I want to draw money. Or if you're manifesting a lover, you can use pink tourmaline or emerald could be the crystal you use and a red candle. You touch the pointer crystal, the smoky quartz to that one, and then go back to yourself. And then what that does is it basically creates a flowing line that goes into itself, kind of like a snake eating its own tail or like the infinity sign. Now it's kind of crazy because it's all over the board, but that's what I envisioned because the energy is ramping itself up. What you can do on top of that is write a petition. And we talked about fire energy and the elements. You can write that petition down while lighting the candle and then burn it in the candle. That's adding fire energy to your crystal grid, which is adding to your manifestation. So think about your frequency, that phone ringing to the operator that is the universe. You're just making your ringer louder and louder mm -hmm. and then you can also have like a little bowl of water next to you and that's a conduit of water energy bring that in and then when you're done use that manifestation to water the tree out front of your house mm -hmm. if you're wanting to do like manifest protection let's say you're manifesting a house you want a specific house and you're waiting on a bid mm -hmm. like go grab some dirt on that put it on the grid while you're manifesting and mm -hmm. that really hones in the universe with, with that energy and what you're wanting or even more if you don't know what house you're getting exactly but you know what you want it to look like you can print off pictures and do a whole list of what you want put it under the you crystal so like mine would be amethyst hers is rose quartz and then as you're doing this there's your pictures mm -hmm. the universe is literally seeing what you want mm -hmm. And your crystals are charging that up. And then you're using the elements and bringing that in too. Mm -hmm. And so she says what she does is she lights a stick of Palo Santo. Mm -hmm. And she said the smoke really just makes the energy go up. Air energy. And that's exactly yeah. what I said. Air energy. So tying stuff together. So use the elements. And then that 
whole ritual is like that much stronger. And then your phone ringing to the universe mm-hmm. is that much louder. Right. Either do it and manifest it until that candle is burned down. Or if you have a pillar candle like I make, and sometimes it depends on the energy in the room. It takes an hour to three hours or whatever. She said, specifically, don't blow it out. Do snuff this one out. So manifestation, a lot of it is about repetition. Let's say you do this for 20 minutes in the morning and you snuff that candle out. Come back the next morning, do it for 20 more minutes, snuff the candle out. Mm -hmm. Do it until the candle's all the way down. That's a good ritual to do manifestation when the crystals use the elements, amp it up. And those of you that are listening that you're like, I have some questions, hit us up on any of our platforms and we'll answer them and look out for that TikTok because I'll be making a video like shortly. All right. So it's important to be positive and manifesting, but you don't want to just brush off the negativity and invalidate people's feelings. Kind of talked about that, but that's like toxic positivity is different. So toxic positivity is the focus on positive thinking only and the rejection or invalidation of negative feelings. It suppresses bad feelings instead of acknowledging them so you can work through them and move past them. So when we're talking about manifesting, we're not saying don't acknowledge any of the bad feelings or any of the bad stuff. Right. We've really, I feel like drove that home Mm -hmm. because it is not toxic positivity. Toxic positivity is when you don't acknowledge the bad things. So you can work through them, acknowledging them, letting them go, and then reflecting on all the positive Mm -hmm. because that's what changes your mindset. Okay, so we talked about a lot of spiritual experience of reading we've done, but we have not gone over scientific studies. Now, I'm not saying I have scientific proof that manifestation works, but Follow me down this rabbit hole because it's very interesting and intriguing. And for those of you that are still on the fence about it, listen along with me. So there's a journal of experimental social psychology in 2011 found that participants who visualize themselves achieving their goals were more likely to take action towards achieving those goals compared to those who did not visualize. So that was a study on visualization. There was another study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology in 2014, and it found that participants who wrote down their goals and shared those with others were more likely to achieve them, which is crazy because I've always thought, okay, you don't talk about it, you just do it. Because if you talk about it, you won't do it. Mm -hmm. But then we were talking earlier about holding yourself accountable. Right. Right. Well, if you tell somebody else you're going to do something, then you're held accountable to that person. So you're more likely to do it. Yeah. It's like people who do the weight loss thing. Mm -hmm. They post their before pictures on Mm -hmm. social media so that they'll have after pictures. Right. I remember taking like a 30 day break from my phone. Mm -hmm. And so I made like a Facebook post about it. And I was like, if you want to contact me in the next 30 days, if you know where I live, you can come find me Mm -hmm. because my phone's going to be completely off. And not that I wanted to jump back on social mm-hmm. media, but I felt like I couldn't. Yeah. Because what if somebody saw me online before the 30 days or something? Yeah. I was accountable for it, not because I care what other people think or whatever, but I made a decision and mm-hmm. said I wouldn't be back on social media for 30 days. And so then they'll hold like, you accountable. Right. Exactly. Or it just, you know, it was in the back of my mind that to keep me going. Like motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in 2011, 
Psychosomatic studies showed that breast cancer patients who engage in positive thinking experience less physical and emotional distress compared to those who didn't. So this is on the track of that positive thinking and that visualization. Mm -hmm. So scientific proof that this works. And that's the footwork to get to manifestation. All right. So the placebo effect that got me thinking. And when we watch The Secret, they do talk about the placebo effect. And when I was watching that, I was thinking about it. Well, it's kind of like the placebo effect Mm -hmm. where you think something's going to work. So it does, even though Mm -hmm. you didn't have the drugs, you know, or whatever. So the placebo effect is when a person experiences a therapeutic benefit from a treatment that is not actually effective. It's thought to work because the person's beliefs and expectations about the treatment will help them. Their brain then releases chemicals that can produce a healing response, even if the treatment itself is inherent. So when you think hard enough that something's going to help, at least medically, like, okay, this is going to help my pain or Mm -hmm. whatever, your brain releases the chemicals Mm -hmm. to actually help you like your brain is so amazing and strong Mm -hmm. and it does such magical things and we just write it off it's so normalized to write that off Mm -hmm. right and then when you really dive in and do the research you're like no that's crazy there's not much of a leap then to like manifestation and having the power to send that out to the universe to get Mm -hmm. what you want to me Mm -hmm. there's two famous case studies on the placebo effect. So one was Henry Beaker in 1955. He received records of over 1,000 wounded soldiers from World War II and found that most of them experienced pain relief from a placebo injection of saline solution, which is like mm-hmm. literally you're missing a leg and you're like, oh, here's the pain relief, but really it's just saline solution. Mm-hmm. Your brain's going to. I used to do that to people at work. I was a waitress. So I was mm-hmm. like running around hot all the time. And people would come in and be like, I'm freezing. It's freezing in here. Can you turn on the heater? And I would go over and pretend like I yeah. turned on the heater. Every <laughs> server does that. We never <laughs> fuck with it. And I would pretend like they, I did. And then I'd be like, in a few minutes, it's going to start getting much warmer in here. And then I come by and check them. Are you getting warmer now? And every single time yep. they would say, it's so much better in here now. Yep. Guess what? Little that was secret. placebo. Placebo. We all do that. No, no restaurant ever messes with their heat or Mm-mm. air conditioning when you complain about it. Because guess what? It's not all about you. <laughs> We're hot. Yeah. And we have a whole restaurant full of people because somebody else, everyone's going to complain. Right. All right. So the next famous study was Ted K and his colleagues in 2010 tested IBS patients and they were given the placebo or no treatment at all. And told that the placebo was a real medicine. And so the people that were given the placebo and told it was real medicine showed improvements versus the people that received no treatment obviously didn't have any. But there was no real medicine involved in that at all. It was all placebo, Hmm. which is crazy. (laughs) I've heard of double blind studies. Right. I feel like that's kind of common knowledge. Mm -hmm. But I I didn't realize they do that. That's kind of fucked up. I wouldn't want to be in that. (laughs) I'd feel like such a hypochondriac okay so i was like all right well you can train can you train your body to release chemicals of the brain if your brain does it when you're tricked into it can you eventually train yes you can right and we talked about that monk Mm -hmm. in the last episode and how they controlled through meditation Mm -hmm. and through discipline they can control their body temperature Mm -hmm. with their brain studies have been shown that regular meditation can increase the production of endorphins which increase pleasure or help pain 
and visualization techniques, which envision peaceful scene or positive outcome. So envision this pain going away and also trigger the release of these chemicals and hormones such as oxytocin or serotonin. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, right? Right. I mean, that it doesn't surprise me though. One time I quit drinking mm-hmm. and I went to a bar and I got a non alcoholic drink. Mm-hmm. And just from being around everybody yep. and being in the energy of that, I drank one of those and I was acting drunk. Yep. I felt like I drank a real beer. Yeah. And I even had to like look at the bottle and be like, is this right? Okay, right. They gave me the right beer. Yeah. Because then know? your brain. May, and think, it's a placebo effect like yeah. it really does work so even if the law of attraction is bullshit right and it still gets you that 10 million dollars who the fuck cares right like, who cares? whether it's real or it's fake mm-hmm. if the end result is the same yeah then it then works it's worth it it works right because whether or not it's just you convincing yourself mm-hmm. that it works so that your brain tricks you into believing it works mm-hmm. and then it does work guess yeah, what yes it fucking works right and all of these things they ask you to do is just mm-hmm. going to make you a better person yeah showing gratitude yeah being considerate to other people being grateful for everything that you have reaching out to friend groups setting boundaries yeah. within your friend groups yes all of that setting boundaries within your life and knowing that you're believing in yourself Mm -hmm. because a lot of people they're real easy to believe in a higher power Mm -hmm. or believe in religion or to believe in things but it's it's a lot harder for you to really truly believe in yourself exactly and that's where the fucking magic's at yep that's exactly Mm -hmm. where because you are a goddess or a god you 100 percent are and nobody's going to care about you the way you do Yes. Nobody's going to want for your life better things than what you want for your life. Mm-hmm. So, And, you know, you mentioned people thinking it's selfish. It's not selfish mm-hmm. because look at you being grateful and look at you helping mm-hmm. that person in the grocery store, those two people in the grocery store. Right. Look at you being that person at the restaurant that sees that the server's being treated like trash and you make a joke to make their day right. better. Like the world needs more people like that. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing it, with the sense of like, okay, I'm going to manifest the life I want. Mm-hmm. If there's a million dollars involved in that, oh, well. Because <laughs> along the way, you're creating ripples in that pond. Mm-hmm. You're that stone in that pond. Yep. And they're all, it's all good energy. Mm-hmm. And we need more people like that. Exactly. We talk about a spiritual awakening, a, a mass awakening. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Yep. But... All right. Do you have anything else to add? No, I this think is that's amazing. It. Yeah, we're done. Okay. All right, friends. That is the end of this episode. Stay tuned to next week where we talk about our path, our past, and our present. And remember to keep your minds open. Namaste.